0: You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor podcast.
1: Welcome to Links Podcast. It's great to have you here. Uh, my name is John, and the Love Your Neighbor podcast is sponsored by Pizza Ranch and County Fair. And today we have a very special guest, Laura Patzer from Cherry Rock Farms. Welcome, Laura. You got, the, you got the swag going on.
0: I do. And the funniest part about this is as I was leaving to come here today, I walked out with a white t-shirt on and my crew that was working there, as well as my husband was like, brave, you're going to wear white. No, I'm not going to be working on the farm right now. <laughs> so everyone noticed, even okay. my high school workers and college workers. So it's very clear that we don't wear white <laughs> on the farm.
1: So now I grew up on a farm. So you get to go to town and you get to do something fun, like report a, report a podcast. Do you Are you going to get a little flack because you're kind of getting out of work today?
0: I am. I am, especially because it's warm. So right now we're working in our greenhouses and doing all sorts of things in the field. So an air-conditioned podcast seems a lot nicer yeah. than a hot greenhouse.
1: Yeah, you. Well, that's the privilege of being the boss, right? Right, like, right. You get You get to go do the... <laughs>
0: well, even my husband, he's like, do you want me to do the podcast? And I was like, well, maybe next time. I'm going to handle this one in the air conditioning.
1: <laughs> Marco, we need you. We need you doing... Cause, Man, he's all about it. He is. He looks the part, you look the part of a like awesome farm couple. (laughs) You guys do it really well. I mean, (laughs) I just like, I'm just so impressed by growing up on a farm. It was nothing like what you guys have. Right. Because you have, on a farm, it's usually all back-end stuff. You guys have your front end and your back end like right there, right? Right. The the production side and the retail side, it's all there. there. Right. Does, Does that add stress or is that all you, maybe that's all you know. It's
0: all I know. I'm not um, familiar with farms other than moving here. Um, so other than being on some of our friends' farms that have, you know, animals and corn or beans, I literally, this is all I know. So this is how I farm.
1: <laughs> so so you have to help. So uh, most of our listeners are familiar with Cherry Rock Farms. Most people are familiar with what you do. I, we want to hear about that. But how did you get to Brandon? How did that all come together? Because you're not from here originally. Right, okay.
0: right. So our farm is a fourth generation farm. It's actually my husband's father that owns the, or that we took the farm over from. So it just really came up. We've been here for about eight years now, and it just came up one day. We were in Ohio, living both working full time, separate jobs, and decided, okay, maybe this is time to make the move. Marco's dad had approached him and said, you know, either I sell this farm to you, or I'm just going to sell the farm, and. It was kind of at that moment that we were like, all right, a big decision's going to be made. And yeah. we kind of went from there.
1: And that has to be a team decision.
0: It does. Right? It does. It was super tricky just because I was born and raised in Ohio. All my family were was and is still there. Um, Marco, obviously, his dad's here and has other family around. So it was probably an easier decision for him. But my plans were to raise our children by my family. Um really kind of continue to climb a corporate ladder. And I didn't really envision living on a farm and living this lifestyle at that point in my life.
1: Wow. So at that time, your kids, talk about your family. You guys have how many chil- children?
0: Yep. So we have three kids. Okay. Um, at the time when we decided to move here, um, I had, my oldest was two and a half. My youngest was about, uh, well, when when we moved, I uh, my youngest was 10 weeks old. Um, my middle son was a year and a half. And my oldest son was like three. So it was wild. It, literally, as soon as the doctor cleared us to move, or cleared me from having a baby, we got in the truck and moved.
1: I'm sure you've read that research about like life change events and how stacking them on top of each other is not a good idea.
0: It's never a good idea. Right. I can I can remember pulling in and my mom was kind enough to travel along with us just because I don't even know how I would have done it. Um, and I remember pulling in and thinking, okay, now I've got to conquer this. And you know, you've got three small kids in tow, um, so it was definitely a big adjustment that probably shouldn't stack those events on top of each other. So not recommended. Take one at a time. Okay.
1: okay. So kids, raise kids, then start farm. Right. Take over family farm. Okay, good.
0: Or, yeah, or take over family farm, then start having kids and raise them okay. on the farm. Because that really, that really is the lifestyle that we went after, you know, when we were like thinking about moving and speaking with our family. We were praying about it. We were working through talking to our church life group about it, just really getting input from everyone. We decided, you know, this is a lifestyle we want. We were both climbing the corporate ladder. Marco had his own business there. So we were just kind of so frazzled. And while we're still just as busy, there's never a point in time that our kids aren't with us, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a unique balance. You know, there's never a point where they can't be walking side by side with us. And that's really what we wanted to offer our children.
1: Yeah. Wow. How old are your children now?
0: Okay, so I've got a 12 year old, so a preteen, which is super duper fun. Um, uh, My middle son just turned 10, and then my youngest is eight.
1: And are they willing workers? Or are they, I mean, what? I'm a farm kid. Yeah. So I started working when I was five years old. Yeah. And when I was 18, I retired. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, it was a lot.
0: It is a lot. You know, we're we're really trying to show our kids the balance. Um we've we've both decided that that is like super important just because his dad is still Marco's dad, David is still on the farm with us and super active. And I'd say if you asked him he's kind of over it. You know, he not that he regrets it. I think it's just he never got to leave. So it's been super important to balance like off-farm life as well as farm life for our kids. So we try to get away for vacations um you know, even if it's just a weekend, just to pick up and go somewhere. But we do require some things of our kids just because we want them. My husband is legitimately the hardest worker, and I'm not just saying that because he'll listen to this, um, the hardest worker that I know. And so my hope would be that our children could see that and be prepared, for, you know, be prepared mm-hmm. if they choose this path to know what really goes into it. So we do require a couple hours of work every day. Um, and if you could imagine what that goes over with a 12 year old. There's lots um, of eye
1: rolls, well, I don't have to imagine it. I remember it,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: um we we didn't have, and we we well and I again, apples to oranges, probably, but we didn't have a a market, and I, I how do you when you talk about this farm, like you're obviously in production and then you're selling it that's I don't know anything about
0: that, yeah,
1: um we just threw it in a bin and sat in a tractor all day, so right. it was a different, different deal, but um. Well, good. Well, so now you're seven. You said seven years in,
0: eight, yeah, eight, eight years. Eight years this year, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, what What's the future? Uh, obviously, in the last eight years, a lot has changed in our world. Um, buying local, you know, or I, I don't see you guys using the words organic. But what What's kind of your market share, and how has the world changed? How is it prof? Is it Is something that's um, how How has the business of your farm change since when you started?
0: Yeah, so um, it's been really an exciting and encouraging. When we moved here, we were moved from Ohio, and I think Ohio was a couple years ahead of the farmer's market curve, and we, we shopped at a local farm as what ours is. So we kind of moved here more with probably some rose-colored glasses, and we're like, this is going to be amazing. We're going to just – take this by storm. And it's just been a little bit slower, but it's catching on here. Um, You're 100% right. People are getting the shop local, know know where your food's coming from. And it's so amazing. Um, So we've kind of tried to capitalize on that, especially during the past several years. People have been wanting more to not go to the big box stores. They want the freshest, most nutrient-dense vegetables that you can get. And we do stay competitive with the stores. That's a super important thing for us because we want people to come to us and we're not trying to put a premium on what mm-hmm. we do. We're just right. trying to stay competitive and provide people with the, the healthiest options for their families.
1: Yeah. I, I've appreciated how you guys have, you know, you've you've... Because when I walk in there, I can feel that family vibe. Like this is a family operation, um, and being a customer, I, it's amazing to me. Always finding, I always find it, you know, fresh eggs, fresh vegetables of all sorts. And I find myself almost being motivated to eat better when I go shop at your place. Well, thank you. So, um, I'm excited for, for the opening. by the time this airs, you guys will be, will be open. Yes. Uh, but you've talked a little bit about the early season and what that's been like, uh, of 2022, we had some moisture, but we also had some heat. Talk a little bit about from a, for those farmers that are watching, what's it been like on a on on the growing season?
0: Yeah, you know that's the other thing that we had to kind of quickly learn is that no two seasons are going to be exactly the same. You know, and my husband always says, you know, farmers they they pray for rain and then they complain when they get it, and and it's been like that with everything. This season's just brought some new challenges that we haven't had previous years. Um, winter colder weather seemed to last a little bit longer. So the frost stayed in the ground a little bit longer. So we were later to plant. Um, With that, it went from like, okay, and we kind of missed spring and went into like blazing heat um, with minimal moisture. So we're super thankful for the rains that we've gotten, you know, this week and hopefully continuing this week. And we're just trying to kind of get caught up. Vegetables are growing, but it's just kind of a slower process, just like with everything else. Um, You need the moisture and the sun and We've just kind of been lacking that this year.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you guys, hopefully, to open here. And obviously, by the time people are watching this, they'll be... What What are your hours? What would you say to somebody that's never been to Cherry Rock Farms? How do we interact with it? What are some top tips of buying from your... Um, from your Store.
0: Yep. So um, our hours are, we we kind of decided when we first moved here, um, we decided we were going to do seven days a week, which um, quickly after year one, we learned that's not a very great um, way to have a family um, and just even a lifestyle. We were really mm. burned out. So what we decided to do is we're open six days a week. So we're open every day but Mondays. And we do pick fresh every single morning. So we employ around 15 people at our farm, which is amazing. We've got some awesome crew that have been with us for several years and also new um, folks joining our crew every year. So we pick um, fresh every morning, wash everything, and open our market at 10. So during the week, Tuesday through Friday, we're open 10 to 6. And then Saturday and Sunday, we're open 10 to 3.
1: Okay,
0: great. Um, And, yeah, so I think it's super cool, too. What we decided is as we were kind of, like, evolving our vision of our market, we really have been partnering with some amazing local producers as well. So you kind of mentioned before, you know, you can get pastured eggs. Um, We also have like honey. We have um, hives on our farm and surrounding areas and two miles. So we sell the honey there. We also partner with some local uh, beef, lamb, chicken. So you're getting like Mm -hmm. pastured grass fed beefs or meats there. Um, we have all sorts of just different greens, um, jams, jellies. I'm trying to catch everyone because if they watch and I forgot them, it's going to be terrible. Um, salsa. <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll, make, we'll make sure that we get like kind of a, a link to your webpage and yeah, things. Yeah, that'd so be amazing. If, you want, if you're interested, come out or you can go online. And you have a great yeah. Facebook. Is it, it maybe Instagram too? I don't do Instagram, but yeah. Facebook.
0: Yes, we do. We we um, Especially right now, we're kind of in some tricky hours of, you know, not open every day yet just because we don't have enough vegetables to kind of hit that market so we definitely try to keep everything updated um on on social media facebook instagram my um crew just decided we need a tiktok page i i don't even have tiktok so mm-hmm. i'm not sure how that's going they're going to manage it for me which i'm not sure how that's going to go <clears throat> but we're working well, through all those issues right now <laughs> H- opportunities
1: we, we, then see but then the chinese are going to take over like it like once you get on tiktok then it's all downhill.
0: From right. Yeah.
1: That's I, why I've been shying
0: them. away from it. but they're super excited. They've done one video. I, I don't even know how many views. And so they do run them by me first. So at least it's not rogue. Good. good.
1: <laughs> well, you're see, you're the boss. So they, they've learned run it past Laura and then we can get it. Okay. So, well, talk to us a bit about your, you know, in Brandon. So obviously you're, you're a historical part of our community. Um, four generations. That's a while, a while. You've been farming this ground as a family. Now, talk to people about maybe somebody that's new to Brandon. What do you love about Brandon, and why has Brandon you chose to move? I mean, from Ohio to South Dakota. What have you? What have you loved about that decision?
0: Yeah, so our farm has been around for almost hundred years, and twenty twenty five will be hitting our um, one hundred year mark, which is amazing, and we're super stoked about that. I think that the one thing that drew us to Brandon after visiting was just the community we really have felt so blessed by the community we've been through some hardships um flooding out losing everything um hail damage storms and we're never we're never like i'm more amazed by all the people that reach out um community involvement like hey can we pop out and help you with tree cleanup i mean Hmm. i never imagined i didn't come from a small town um I came from Ohio and then before that I lived in Chicago for several years right out of college. So this small town community of just like caring for one another, looking after one another has been absolutely amazing. Our, our kids are I homeschooled for a while and our kids are in the Brandon School District now and we've done a lot with the schools. Um, it's just been such a amazing community that we we just feel so fortunate that our farm happened to be like plopped in the middle of South Dakota.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. it's. A, I mean, it's, you know, people have been farming that ground. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, literally for hundreds and hundreds of years,
0: mm-hmm.
1: people have been growing food next to that river and next to that, you know, that whole, the the Brandon area. Um, we had Jeremy Ristey on last season. He talked about yeah, the yeah. history uh, of Brandon and and how it geographically was a very, very rich area in terms of resources, natural resources, and able to Produce food, lumber, water—all those things—and you guys are right, right in the middle of that.
0: We are. We consider it a blessing and a curse. We're perfectly sandwiched right between that Split Rock and Big Sioux. So, anytime sure. there is some water events, we have to kind of watch both directions.
1: <laughs> you have to roll your pants up to your knees, <laughs> yeah.
0: get on our waiters, and just kind of figure it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, it's uh, it's part of the gig, right? Farming. It is.
0: But you know, on that, we have some great soil. You know yeah. that that river bottom soil is amazing, so you kind of have to take the good with the bad.
1: well, I appreciate you being here, Laura. thank you for joining us um, and, and we're we're excited I, I know I'm excited about uh, I just went in and had a had a health screen here recently and um, how important it is to eat fresh food and vegetables. My doctor, who I love with all my heart, but he told me he goes, John, you need to start eating more green things. <laughs> we can handle that for you. We got you boo and so so i'm 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 in. Um, so, and, uh, on that note, uh, green things, pizza ranch and county fair, you go there. I mean, you can eat salad till you're sick till you're sick. Yeah. And so we're, we're having, um, Tiffany is going to be on this, awesome. on this, on this, on uh, this, uh, on this season, but we're gonna talk a little bit about, uh, about pizza ranch because it's a place for family having three kids. I'm sure there's times when you guys say, Hey, we need to go to pizza ranch.
0: We actually do. You know, it's one of. Kids in a candy store really is what happens there. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love to pick all of their, all of their things? Um, and there's, there's several times, especially in our busy season, where we're not cooking. Unfortunately, like we do have all those ve- fresh vegetables at our fingertips, but I literally am so exhausted. So we actually do climb in the car quite frequently and go down to Pizza Ranch because they can make their own decisions. There's not fighting over who wants this mm-hmm. pizza or that. It's a whole peaceful experience.
1: And, and they say, "Yep, you can go shoot hoops. You can go here. Here's a here's a go to county fair."
0: Yes, give give your dad and I a date night while you're still here with us. We'll do that
1: exactly. <laughs> so uh, so thank you to Pizza Ranch for for sponsoring this season, and obviously Pizza Ranch has been doing it for a long time too. Yeah, building community. I, every time I go there, I'm I'm seeing people that I hey, how you doing? And You know, a great place also for young people to work and learn the value of hard work.
0: Yeah, it's super fun. We—that's one of the things we love about like local places like Pizza Ranch. It's like you walk in and you're like, "My gosh, am I having (laughs) dinner with all my friends here?" Yeah, and you get to you get to have that. That's the cool part about Brandon too. Yeah, it's it's amazing.
1: Well, thanks, Pizza Ranch. Thank you, Laura and Marco. I want to just say thanks for all you do, and uh, excited for see what you guys got on the table this summer. So.
0: thank you for having us thank you for joining us on the love your neighbor podcast the purpose of the love your neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time you can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story go links.